Discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatin as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wave your hands to Jesus Christ. Just wave your hands to Jesus. And I want you to begin to bless the name of the Lord. Start worshipping him. Just worship him, somebody. Wherever you are, worship the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Blessing, somebody. Blessing. Thank you, Father. Yababa balabaya bakora basendele beagabazo. Kebarabasanda la basendele berebe godoya balaba. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Take this atmosphere, Lord. Make it your own. Let your presence be released in this service. In the name of Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord. Therefore, Father, we declare in the name of Jesus that as your word comes, let it come with power, let it come with your presence, let it come with your glory. Deliver us from every oppression that is contrary to the will of God. And let your power and your glory be released. Let your power and your glory be released even over our life in the name of Jesus. Even now and forevermore, we call it done. Amen. Yeah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you give a clap to Jesus for making it here tonight? You must know that God is about to take you to another level. Every time God wants to do something in your life, he will send somebody. The Bible says, this is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and we are glad in it. Save now, Lord. Send now prosperity. 
Then he said, Blessed is he, Psalm 118, from verse 24 to 26. Blessed is he that come. He said, The stone the builders rejected. God has made the chief cornerstone. And he said, Blessed is he. Can we go there, verse 26? Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We are blessed out. So what he's trying to say here is that anytime someone is sent by the Lord, the person brings the blessing from the house of the Lord. So never joke when God sends you a man. Because blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. They come with the blessing from the house of the Lord. And so I know today you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you here? Wave your hands to Jesus Christ. All right. Today I want to share on something very important because I know that our father, Dr. George, when was he here? On Tuesday. Wonderful. I know that he will shared something very powerful as to how Jesus was made sin. Who remembers the message? Yeah. How Jesus was made sin for us. And so I want to share on what I call the carnal mind. The carnal mind. Why the carnal mind? Now, I believe that everything God has done for us, He did it because of love and mercy. Now, God is not a human being. God is spirit. And they that worship God must worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. That means that to think that you can worship God well without God's help is a, is a failure to start with. He said in John chapter 4, 24, they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. That means that you need God to worship him. You need spirit to worship spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So worship without the Holy Spirit is not worship. It is the reason why he said, I will send you the promise. I will send you the comforter. What that also means is that no one, according to John 1 verse 18, has seen God at any point in time. That means where God stays, nobody knows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our Father. Matthew chapter 6 verse 9. Which at? Not who at. Which at? Who at means that he is in heaven. Which at means it is his power we are talking about. God is not a which. He's a who. But Matthew 6, 9 says what? Our father, which at? Which? <laughs> Have you seen it? Our father. Is God a which? Oh, am I, am, am I talking to you here? Yeah. Is God a which? No. He's a what? Uh-huh. So, if the Bible says which at, it's not God that is talking about. <laughs> He's talking of his administration. He's talking of his power. Because some Isaiah chapter 66 said that God sits on the heavens. Isaiah 66 verse 1. The heaven is my throne. Oh, he must actually Jesus. Wait for now. Psalm 113, the verse number 5 and 6. Let's read it. Psalm 113, 5, 5, 5 and 6. Who is like unto God who dwelleth on high? Verse 6. Who 
Verse 6. Who humbleth himself to behold the things which are in heaven and earth? Do you understand what he said? For God to look at heaven, he has to reduce himself. Not to stay there, to look at it. Even for God to look, come and see heaven, <laughs> he has to humble himself before he can see heaven. So he doesn't stay there. God stays in a place which is higher than heaven. Psalm 1, Psalm 8, verse 1. O Lord, our God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Thou hast set thy glory above the heavens. So there's a place higher than heaven. It's called glory. That is why the Bible says we have been called unto glory. We are not called to heaven. We are called to glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. glory. Not the hope of heaven. <laughs> Are you here? Are you here? Yeah. I'm trying to tell you something. That means that Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. It is not when you become born again. It is every day. Because nobody knows where God stays. His place and where he stays is called the secret place. God's house is called secret. So you can't know it until he shows you. And the only way he will show you is the way, Jesus. Are we together? So what I'm trying to tell you is that if you think that you can use your own effort, if you think that you, you can't, you because God is not a religion. Religion is man's attempt to reach God. God didn't see our attempt. Our attempt cannot work. So God decided that forget your attempt. I will reach you. Because that's why it is not religion. The first question in the Bible is God looking for man. Hey, that's not religion. Religion is man is looking for God. But the first question in the Bible is Adam, where are you? So, really, religion is looking for God. Our religion, God has found us. And He sent us a son. And He has died for us. Amen. That is why Christianity is a way of life. Christianity is not a religion. It's actually a culture. <laughs> culture is the way of life. Religion is the attempt to reach God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, are you here? Yeah. No wonder in John chapter 4, and, and the woman with Jesus Christ said, Jesus said to the woman, you worship the God you don't know. Every religion is worshiping a God they don't know. Yeah, they don't know Allah. They don't know Buddha. They don't know Krishna. We, we know our God. Yeah. I said, we know our God. Yeah. I said, we know our God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because it's only our God that becomes personal with us. Yeah. It's only our God that becomes... There's no religion that they call God Father. It's, it's not true. It's only our God that we have personal relationship. Why am I saying what I'm saying? If you don't defeat this thing, eh, Christosombeldin... Because who you sue religion for culture. You can't use the principles of religion in the matters of culture. <laughs> Are you here? Yeah. In religion, any attempt that is a good attempt is good. But because ours is not a religion, Jesus came to us. He came to die and took our sins on the cross and became the way. So the moment Jesus became the way, it is not you looking for another way. It is knowing the way and finding out that way works. That is your job as a Christian. 
That is why the Bible says in John 17 verse 3, this is life eternal, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. So God gave you eternal life to know the way, to study him, to listen to him, to, 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 to read about him. That's, the, that's what eternal life is for. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here? So don't, the devil has deceived us to think that Christianity is a religion. Uh, okay, there, there's a Christianity that's a religion, but ours is not a religion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, we are not attempting to find God, reach God. God has reached us. And I'm going to go Is it now you are come to reach God? Oh, brah. Sister, he has reached us already. Somebody put your hand on your chest and say, thank God. Thank God. God, God has reached me. Has he has put yes. his spirit, his spirit. in me. So God, so God and, I and I are personal, are personal. in Jesus' name. In Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Are you understanding it? Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be trying, 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 trying. And I realize that that's why a lot of us struggle in our Christian life. We are using how we think God should be related with. But He has shown us how to relate with Him. It's very clear. So, why am I saying the carnal mind? After knowing what Jesus has done for you, there's a way you have to think. Now let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 1. The day you come to this understanding, your Christian life will change. I'm telling you. <laughs> Say today, today God, will show me, God will show me, and my life will change. Life will change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can't argue with what you see. So the Apostle John said, that which we have seen, our hands have handled, and our eyes have looked upon, concerning the word of life. There's, there's, you can't deny what you see. Because you have seen ghosts, there's nothing you can see that will change what they have seen. So there's a realm in the spirit, what you see will never make you argue. So when you see people arguing about God, it's like the revelation of God is what settles argument. You have not seen God yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now within two minutes, I talk from not that. No, not Daniel. That thing that you have seen, you come and say, Biribi, Nobody will tell you to say in Nigerian film. Hey, true. Hey, <laughs> true. After all night, then some red light is coming at Then you lift your Bible, you used to eat it. Power, they turn to human beings. You can never deny that there's no witch. You have seen some before. So when people are talking, 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 it's because of what they have seen before. But the painful thing about life is that there are some things, eh, even if you argue, it is there. It's like gravity. You can't hold gravity if you like jump. You know that gravity is there. Because ah, so gravity will be answered. That's how it is. Amen. Amen. Are you here with me? Yeah. So this is a very important subject for your Christian life. It will change the way you live. I bet someone drink. Amen. Let's read together. One to go.
verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Verse 3. For what the God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemns sin in the flesh. Verse 4. That the righteousness might be fulfilled in us. Who walk but after verse 5? Next. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Verse 7. Because the carnal mind against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Verse 8. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye, but in the, if so, now, he is, verse 10. Spirit because of righteousness. Verse 11 is the one we know. Let's read. He shall. Alright. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So this long story from Romans 8 from verse 1 to 11 says, there is therefore now no condemnation. Say no condemnation. no condemnation. For anyone that is in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh or after the... So the statement is telling you that as a matter of legality, there is truly no condemnation. But the experience of it only happens to those who walk in the spirit. So it is true that Jesus has died for you. It is true that Jesus has become sin for you. But as long as you are walking in the flesh, it will never happen. You will, you, life will be like, no, he didn't die. No, I don't think Jesus became sin for me. Yes. Because what is it? There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk? So everybody who is in Christ is delivered from condemnation. But you might not have the experience. Let me explain this. Let me explain this. Can I explain this? Yeah. Wave your hands to Jesus Christ. Do you know that in Ghana, there is something called tax returns? It's even in America. In America, taxes and once a month or once a year, there's a season called tax season. And in that season, everybody files their taxes. How much tax you have paid or anything you have bought, the receipts, you file it, send it to the federal government. Then they calculate how much you have paid to them. Then they will take a percentage and give back to you. It's called tax returns. So if you have children, you have family, you add all of them and you write it so that they say, oh, because you have five people in the house, we'll give you 15% or 20% tax return. That's what they do in America. So sometimes you hear some of your aunties and uncles say, oh, your taxes, normally, and you are wondering, 
I buy the chair tax and answer when I will chair my tax. Refer the tax return. What you are saying? But in as much as there is tax return, so one file tax now, it won't happen. So there is a provision. As long as you file it, you are going to get the returns. But if you don't file it, though it is supposed to be given to you, there is no record for them to impute it for you. So every Christian, actually, by the finished work of Jesus Christ, has been delivered from condemnation. Let us read Isaiah chapter 53, verse 10. Every Christian, by legal grounds, let's read together one to go, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his day, and he shall prolong his days. The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. The young, do you have YLT? YLT. See what YLT said. See what YLT said. YLT. No, not NLT. Y, Y, Y. Do you have it? You don't have YLT. Okay. All right. When you read it in the YLT, it says that Jesus Christ has been made a guilt offering. So your guilt was crucified on the cross. That's what the Bible is saying. That is actually the original Hebrew. The word offering for sin is not sin offering. So the original Hebrew says that he has been made a guilt offering. So your guilt was also crucified. But why do you still feel guilty? Yeah. To when you steal. So we had the police virtue of yeah. Stealing is a criminal act. Am I lying? Yeah. Murder is a criminal act. Am I lying? Yeah. Raping is a criminal act. Am I lying? Yeah. But why do they still happen? Are we together? Yeah. That means that the law can be given. But if there is not an enforcement of the law, it will not stop a certain event from happening. So I'm bringing your mind to the fact that there is actually no condemnation in Christ Jesus. But if you walk in the flesh, you will still be condemned. Oh, you will still be condemned as if Jesus didn't die. As, and we learned it. Didn't we learn it on Tuesday? Yeah. That Jesus has become sin for us. Yeah. Am I lying? Yeah. Yes. But why do you still think the way you think? Why do you still feel the way you feel? Because you are walking after the flesh. This is why I'm preaching on the carnal mind. If you don't understand this principle, you have, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let's go to Romans chapter 8 again. Let's go back. Romans 8, verse 2. Verse 2 of Romans chapter 8. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from... Now, when you read this scripture, it looks like it's as if the law of sin and death is a powerful law. When you read it like this, it looks like a very strong law. But that's not what it is. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Now, this is like, um, how do I call it? Like today it has been raining. Has it been raining? Yeah. Good. How do you have watches? You have a watch? Who has a watch here? Good. Have you noticed that some of the watches, when it's raining, you have to hide it from the rain? Who has a watch like that? Watch me, Jesus. 
What the best chef fan? I said, now they are sharing more near their dim because if you are watching him, are you understanding? Now that watch, as soon as it starts raining, and the watch is exposed to the rain, it will get destroyed. Now, if you read it in the normal English, aha, you have come, okay, thank you for getting the word. Have you seen it? He has made him an offering for guilt. So Jesus was actually a guilt offering. It's also called trespass offering. He was your guilt offering. Aha, thank you very much. Aha, thank you that you have shown that I was not lying. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the part. The moment your, the rain falls and the watch goes off, the way we interpret this scripture usually is like this watch matter. It gives a picture like the rains is as powerful as the law of sin and death. So we have to be free from it. And so many Christians are wondering, why am I not free from the law of sin and death? Not just death, oh law is sin. You are free from the law of sin and death. <laughs> but that watch... As soon as it's exposed to rain, it's in trouble. So the best way is to hide it from the rain. And that's how we interpret the scripture. But that's not. In fact, the word free, if you interpret it in English, um, how it is written and how we usually read it, we'll think that it means has delivered us. Because the only way to save the watch from the rain and going off is to deliver it from the water. Who realizes that? So you see on top of a raw watch and an answer baby, maybe so it doesn't touch rain. Am I lying? Yeah. But that's not what God is trying to comp- imply here. In fact, the original is supposed to imply that the law of the spirit has made me sin and death free. Sin and death free. It's not delivering you from sin. It has made you sin and death free. It's like the watch that you once had to hide from the rain. But this time around, you have a new watch, and it is called water resistant. So though it is raining, the rain cannot affect the watch. That is what Romans 8.2 is saying. Though you are in the midst of sin, though you are in the midst of death, it cannot touch you. You are death and sin resistant. That's what he's saying. That's what God has made you. So when you have such a law working in you and you understand it, America cannot destroy you. No, 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 no. no. Your, your, your colleagues cannot influence you because I am sin and death free. I'm sin and death resistant. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's what it actually connotes. But actually, verse 3 says what? For what the law could not do, okay, verse 4, go to verse 4. Let me just go to verse 4. The righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do. Now, this is where the issue is. What God created us to be in, the problem is, death begins to work, not because of his power, but because of one action. What you mind in English, colloquial English in Ghana, we translate a certain phrase from the tree. Umfimi, you are not minding me. <laughs> are you understanding? 
You are not what? Minding me. It's a, it's a bad English. Don't, don't write it in any letter or speak it anywhere because what does it mean? Mind is the same. <laughs> so it means that it is the mind that is creating the problem. Imagine a, an eagle that is supposed to fly at the highest point of the earth. It's supposed to fly when the storms are bad. An eagle is supposed to fly when the standard stop. The wind is too strong for any bird. Because when it's about to rain, you start hearing quack quack lady, quack 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 quack. Because what is coming, they can't stand it. So they are looking for somewhere to go and hide. Eagles don't scream when it storms. They are happy. In fact, they wait for storms. They don't fly in normal weather. They wait. When the wind is strong before they move. That's how eagles move. But imagine this eagle that has been created. But he has been working with chickens. So the eagle does not look for meat. He's chewing grain. Ah. But why is the eagle eating grain? Because the company it is keeping is making it mind things that are actually not its natural diet. So I believe that death cannot work in you except what you mind. Sin cannot have access to you except what you are minding. <laughs> so the way you say you are not minding me, that's how you have been treating sin. Have you noticed that before Satan can make you sin, he gives you the thought. Then you mind it, ah, uh, ah, uh, the girl nice, so. Oh, girl here, nice, man, Charlie. But my Betty has said, many school. So, if I'm, even me here as a pastor, if I sit down and I start minding it, you'll be surprised. I'll use prophetic to get numbers. Oh, yeah. That's why some pastors are saying, also, because you have minded it. You have minded it. Can I tell you something? Nobody got rich by betting or lotto. Go and check history. Nobody. The rich bet from the surplus of their money. They didn't use betting to be rich. Don't deceive yourself. The devil has deceived you. Sika five thousand, fifty thousand dollars. No, Because he can lose it at any time. So don't this you can never. Use better to become rich in life. I'm telling you. You can never. It will never work. Because the Bible says, because listen to this. The Bible says that money that is quickly gotten will fly like a bird. And if you didn't know, Cynthia Sikedro Emani Penya Sikane said, if money was not a spirit, a shrine cannot give it to you. Money is a spirit. So the moment you understand that money is a spirit, then you have to do mathematics as to how it comes to you. That means if it's a spirit and it comes wrongly, it will take things from you. Oh, yes. Yes. And you know, blood cries. Hmm? Listen to what I'm saying. It's a very serious matter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You see? Money that you get uncertainly, it will fly away. To that, it will never stay. That's why, if you ask any Sakawa boy, after five, seven years, you can't tell what they have done. The wise ones who are wise more, after a little prayer, a little conversion to Jesus, do you know what they do? Sky, business. 
I no cry. Bonsamba bono kakra. We turn the chimbasa. We stabilize it <laughs> because we journey. Yeah. And usually, sometimes the, the Lord will let you because the only way to receive full deliverance is to lose everything because that money is somebody's blood. No, they don't do some things like that. No, what type of money? What type of money do you want? Uh, they'll say, don't bath every two days. Oh. Please, my rights don't add salt. You go salt, And you are always deceived to think that Satan will always give you a nice uh, what do you call it principle. It's a lie. Look, when I see when I see, look because I'm a prophet, they know you. So when they see you, they know you know them. And I can tell you of a fact. Almost 99% of all the Sakawa people I've met who are still doing it, they have lost a family member. They caused it. Yes. He will first tell you, use your friend. When your friend is finished, you tell that your friend is five years. Yes. So now you have to now use your wife or use your children. And some of them, you say, oh, if you don't want them to die, give them, give us their brain. Both say, of Akwala not drink, them. Because obi the neighbor could be. Some of the secret societies, that's what they do now. Especially the, the Freemasons. And now you just write the list of your family members you want to put as a sacrifice. That means you have, you have you, and you know why? You are a person of authority. So if you are a father, you write the list of your children and your wife. You are, you are a, a husband is a man of authority in the house. So whoever he subjects, I'm telling you. Unless the wife is a prayerful woman. That list will not work. And they will tell you that it's not working. So change the person. Because when we come the other day, it's changed this one. So we can kill. Yeah, I'm telling you. What am I trying to say? So a lot of us, the reason why death and sin is working in us, is not because the law is not there. We mind. It's what we are minding. We are minding the things that make us die. We are minding the things that make us sin. We are minding it. We are minding it. Can I tell you something? Satan is so aware. He didn't even force Eve to eat the fruit. He had to convince her. No, if Satan had power, you should have just held Eve by the neck. Go and eat the fruit. He had to convince her that this fruit is good. If you, and even that time, Bible says, after all the convincing, before Eve saw that it was good, that means that until you mind it to the point where you see its pleasure, it can never have you. I'm telling you. If you don't mind it to the point where desire is dead, you can walk away. Because what am I saying? Lust will look for you. Anger will find you. But you didn't mind it to the point where it became an issue. That's why I say be angry, but don't let the sun set on you. Because the moment the sun sets on your anger, it becomes a mind. You mind it and it becomes a desire. It means Satan has found a way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. So, 
All these things are done for us. But what are you minding? What are you giving your mind to? What are you giving your mind to? It's what is causing it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But look at what he said. He said, but they that do mind the things of the flesh, they are after this. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So he said, but they that are after the flesh, the flesh, and they that do mind the, uh, do mind the things of the flesh, and they that are after the spirit, do mind the things of the spirit. Verse 6, for the carnal mind, or carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Verse 7, because the carnal mind is enmity with God, for it is not subject to the law of God. Now you will notice something very interesting here. Verse 8, go to verse 8. For they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Go to verse 5. For they that are after the spirit, after the flesh. So there's a group of people who are after the flesh. And there's another group, they are in the flesh. In Romans chapter 8. Romans 8, 5 says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. Romans 8, 8. For they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So there are a group of people, they are in the flesh. Another group, they are after the flesh. Amen. Amen. Now one of the group has to do with unbelievers. Romans 8, 8 is talking of the unbeliever. The unbeliever is in the flesh. That's why you look at what verse, verse 9 says. Look at what verse 9 says. Quickly he corrects it. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. So every Christian is in the spirit. Every born again Christian is in the spirit. Every unbeliever is in the flesh. So every born again Christian is in the spirit. That's why I said, but ye. So he's saying that you, the church, you are not in the flesh, you are in the spirit. How do I know this? In Galatians chapter 5, the verse number 25, he said, if you live in the spirit, you ought also to walk in the spirit. So once you are born again, you are in the spirit. Say, I'm in the spirit. I'm in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But being in the spirit does not mean you are walking in the spirit. It's two different things. So they that are in the flesh is unbelievers. Bible said they cannot please God. Nobody who is not in Christ can please God. Once you're outside Christ, you can never please God. You are out. You are out. Yet, the Bible said, we who are in the spirit, oh, because whatever is born of spirit, capital S, is spirit, small s. So, you are in spirit. You are in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we here? Yeah. Wave your to Jesus Christ. So, the next time somebody says, be in spirit, tell him I am already in the spirit. The moment you get born again, you are in the But the difference is walking in the spirit. Walking in the spirit is a different thing. Why? Romans chapter, uh, Galatians chapter 5, the verse 16. If you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill, not live, walk. So you can be a Christian who is in the spirit, but Romans 8, 5 will come into effect. You are after the flesh. Are you here? Romans 8, 5. He says, you are after the flesh. You are following after the flesh. And how do you do that? You are minding. That's why he says, they that are after the flesh, the reason how they are able to achieve this is they mind. 
the things of the flesh they mind it they give it attention they entertain it that's why they are in the spirit by birth in christ but they are following after the flesh so they are not in the flesh but they are after the flesh they are following the fleshy agenda praise the lord Hallelujah. but romans chapter verse 6 the next verse brings us a kind of powerful solution for to be carnally minded is death do you have asv good see what the asv says actually if you notice good this is the original translation because he's talking about flesh 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 so the carnal that he brought there no if you don't think it throws you off he says for the mind of the flesh is death is the mind of the flesh is death and the mind of the spirit is life and peace what are you minding do you have first timothy chapter 4 the verse number 7 paul was saying something very powerful <laughs> and i'll show you here first timothy 4 7 uh-huh. but refuse profane and old wise fables and exercise thyself rather unto god the word exercise the word gymnazo and the, the, the Greek word gymnazo is actually to exercise naked. Yeah. So if you go to those days when you enter the amphitheaters where they had their gyms in ancient Greece, men were naked and they were lifting dumbbells. You don't exercise with yes. That is why today's gym attire is not normal cloth. It is tight cloth. Because you are, you are designed to exercise naked. Are we together? (laughs) To the pure, all things are pure. (laughs) Hallelujah. He said, but refuse profane. Now, in the Greek tense here, he's using a double emphatic, what they call it, present action. What that means is that it's like, it's a simultaneous action. Your refusal of profane and wise fables is your exercise to godliness. It's like um, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse number 4. Uh-huh. Next. No, no, go, go back to, I think in 2 Peter. Yeah, second Peter 1 4. Sorry, second Peter 1 4. Good. So he says, What? Whoever has given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by this we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped. That means that as long as you are partaking, you have automatically escaped. If you are not partaking in the divine nature, you, are not, you have not escaped. So he says, Being partakers of the divine nature has automatically caused you to escape corruption. So one of the actions is happening depending on where you move to. It's the same that is happening in First Peter, First Timothy four seven. As long as I'm refusing old wise fables, and I'm shunning profane, I'm actually in the process of exercising myself unto godliness. Oh, rabagadaba! Because look at what he said. But go to verse 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 six. If thou brethren, in remembrance of these things. Thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith, of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. Verse 7. 
but refuse. So he brings an interjection telling you that as long as you have exposed yourself to the nourishment of the good works of Christ and the teachings of Jesus Christ, you automatically refuse old wise fables and profane. And that's how you exercise. What am I trying to tell you? What causes you to mind is actually the things you are hearing. Yeah. Yeah. How did Samson mind Delilah? Every day Delilah will say, Oh, won't you show me your power? Oh, it is green grass. Today, oh, to serve is tomatoes. Oh, it's garlic. Oh. So every day Jim, uh, Delilah was just mentioning different situations. Every day she was asking. And as long as something was minding it, she finally betrayed his power. Do you know what old wife fables are? It's a serious thing, no. For instance, Anajidwa Yambon Shrema. No, I'm serious. No, wait, wait, wait. It's an old wife fable. They don't sing whilst bathing, you don't sweep in the night. Yes. Do you know how strong it is? You are born again. You don't remember the stories of how Jesus was born. You don't remember how Moses walked with God. But you can remember the taboos of your family. It's called oh, so I'm serious. And sometimes, even in the new Pentecostal age, we also have old wise fables. If you sleep at midnight, witches will eat you. So every time you are sleeping and you wake up at all, Jesus, it's an old wife fable. <laughs> yes. I'm not saying it, it is. <laughs> I'm not saying the Lord will not lead you to pray at midnight. But the moment you make it a law that if you don't sleep at midnight and you wake up in the morning, oh my ye, it's a lie. Like, oh, what, what, oh, that be end there, you are finished. It's 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 old wife. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So you hear people say, when something bad happens in your family, ah, my enemies have got me. Why, why are you enemy conscious like that? It's old wise fables. Because you are not listening to the good words of Christ. That produces good faith. That brings nourishment. You are rather listening to stories, 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 stories. And you are a Christian. No one so radio. And you are listening to light now for two hours a fan name way but all of a sudden the fan begins to move shim, shim, shim. You're like, ah emotia it's old wives emotia are your old wives some people believe in emotia more than angels it's serious when the whirlwind is happening on the park why don't you say it's an angel moving but you say it's an emotia and I'm not it is old wife I'm telling you it's an old wife fable it's it's fables. It's fable. You have because you have given your ears. You have given your ears to wrong stories. And the moment you give your ears to those things, you mind it. You mind it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you ask anybody who has drunk alcohol before, they will tell you it is bitter. And it is hot.
Because he didn't discuss what the Pharisees discussed. He didn't even discuss what you have done is wrong. Don't no, he just kept quiet. He spoke about kingdom. That's how Jesus did it. Minded this. Minded. Even Paul said these things should not be mentioned amongst us. Because I'm telling you, as soon as you say, I because every day you are working, you can't greet a girl, you can't hold their hand, you have to walk like this. So at Edward Najwa, ah, Elder Bechin, Elder Bechin. See now, now. Hey, Jamal, show me trim. Yes, Uncle. And can't go on my Azumino, on my Azumivia, no, I share Taria Tintin, Jamal Mobono. I tell you, Tintin, Salo. I have this Rahina to make a trip. Rahina, on him, Nusanka. And that's why I was so concussion. I tell you, Tintin, Jalabi or Shinti, who feels your home home, on your home. Rahina, I dare shout at the Arsenal or on Masuabosia, Rahina, on you. Salah, what could buy you next, you know? I dream Bonin and I Yamashem to me. Are you understanding? It, I'm serious. As long as you keep listening to certain things, you begin to mind some things. That's why you see there are some ministries when you 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 can listen to something and you can't even you can't even consider that what you are going through is a witch. You, like you have listened, ah, some things you can't. Ah, what is the devil here? Because of what you are minding. What you are minding, and it comes. It's called exercise. And I told you, gymnasium. What does that mean? Anytime you are come to exercise yourself in the Word of God. This is where a lot of Christians miss it. And as I come to exercise yourself in the word of God, strip yourself naked. Don't come with what you know yesterday. Undress. Say, Lord, I don't know what I heard last week. Otherwise, sometimes you, I'm telling you, you'll be listening to the same scripture. That's why a lot of you miss out the commerce and the all and the end. Because you're like, I know the scripture already. So you just, no. Strip yourself. Undress. Reread it. When a, when a meal is sweet, when jollof is nice, fufu is there. You want to tell them that tomorrow today should do the fufu again. So I'll be there called square. Oh, you can't just say, I'll be 20. I'm going to say, 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 by the measurement of precisions in spiritual matters, that no message in your life you ever hear should not be heard less than 50 times. I promise you, after the 50th hearing, something will happen to your system. And I'm not talking of the 50 hearing that's casual. Market, market, you write all the messages you have listened to before and write the number of times you have listened to. You realize the reason why you are forgetting a lot is because you don't listen. Go and listen to Bishop's messages five years ago. You'll be shocked. That, oh, so I know all these things and I'm here. All my problems I'm faced, you know, because every message is a prophecy. It means what you are hearing today, a day is coming, you will need it. Even if you don't need it now, you but that's why it is great disservice and childishness to say, Oh, I could see a message wake, I could see a nebi here. I bet one on a media media mini full problem. I could see a message. You lie, a day is coming. God is so wise, He knows that a day is coming. You might not hear this message, but you have heard it already. So that in that day, you, you find it to listen to it again. So there's no message you can waste. So when you see some of us writing, 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 you're like, ah, prophet, haven't you heard it before? Hey, I'm dressing. I'm undressing what I know. So that I can know more. 
I got no more. Praise God. Are we, are we together? Say, I'll exercise myself. Because if you don't exercise yourself, eh, you can be seated in the highest place of heaven, but you'll be drinking from the gutter. Because you mind it. What's the difference between the, uh, the, the madman? Sebi, sebi, sebi. Nipa, what do we did them and as an adrian at Dania? Or Nam Street to Swa, or for a brother road. What is the difference? To him, it is good food, right? But his mind has been twisted. Do you know a lot of us in the spirit act like madmen? Yes. You eat where you shouldn't eat. You walk with things you shouldn't walk. You admire creatures that are horrible. Who get no who hips are ugly and nice. But Abia ever whom no python are chichin waste. Tiama Una, I saw hips by a wahumbina, a money waste, you look very light nice. So you imagine that God can show you what you admire. You go like, ah, what is wrong with me? Are there tantan when MFA? A lot of us minding the things we are minding. If you know what pornography is in the spirit, you see that this is a, this is nonsense. I meant, if you knew what pornography is in the spirit, it's so nonsense that angels even turn their back and go like, oh, this guy is nasty to them, because you know they are not just seeing people doing things; they are seeing the demons in the people, and those who have smoked weed and cocaine to do what they are doing. And God is watching it. God is heartbroken because he's seen two spirits possess demons having sex and you are enjoying it. Do you understand? Yeah. That's minding. The mind is serious. What can kill you? Satan can make you think it's good for food. All it had for Satan to do was him to get Eve to mind him. And once Eve minds Satan, Satan will find a way to make her like what she's seen. That's how it is. When you hear a story that a rich man, I'm giving you these practical things. A rich man has gone to sleep with his house. You're like, I'll never do that. You can do it. You can do it. You, you can. Why? It is mindedness. It's just a matter of time. You'll be shocked. You could turn around on Namsa, she look like Victoria Security Mother. Girl, it's how effort. Then all of a sudden, your mind is also so jarring now. Shanatari for fra. Oh, money perfumer. Oh, look good, isn't it? On your bad. So by the time you realize, bank manager, any ekutura, are all being on. So I start saying, oh, I have girls in my office. Why would I use you? Hey, brah, you mind it. So don't ever think that you are far. It's Satan just conversing with you and making you mind. You mind it. You give your mind to it. You are entertaining it. You are, you are considered. That's how to mind it. That's why you replace it with the here. Can I tell you something? I will advise you today. At every given time you are alone in the house, play music. Let the words of the revelations of Christ be in the songs that play in the background. I'm tell- it will give you sufficient energy to tell the devil, get out of my head. But when the room is quiet, nobody is there and you are just lying down. So your brain is traveling, it's traveling. Because there's no music to cast out evil spirits from the atmosphere. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. I'm not saying you'll not be tempted, but you realize that an energy will be given to resist. Because you are hearing a message. 
as you are thinking it, that you, oh, God will find a way. All of a sudden, you hear bishops say, so when you want to open a pornographic site, you say, hey, as a bishop is within my mind, is that this God? <laughs> God has collided with the very thought you were having right now. That's how it works. So we are eagles. We are lions. But if the devil tricks us to mind the wrong things, death will start working. Death will start working. That's the day I realized that, sir, a Christian can't die till Satan changes what he's minding. It's what you're minding. Check all the times you did crazy things. You were not sleeping, back to back work, traveling everywhere. As long as nobody mentioned to you, you break down and your mind was not on it, you were fine. So somebody suggested, yeah, we will break it down. Say, the communication now made you start minding that. Mm. So now fear entered it. Consideration entered it. In two years now, you are considering. At first, you used to go home after 10. That area was fine. Till you heard the next day that they used knife to attack somebody. So the moment you are working, you start minding it. Then death starts working. They so say, they that walk after the flesh, do mind. But let me talk on the flesh quickly. So you can understand. So when I'm talking about this, you understand. So the word carnal is actually flesh. So carnally minded is the mind of the flesh. That's what I'm actually preaching. So the message should be titled the mind of the flesh. Versus the mind of the spirit. Hallelujah. So what I'm trying to tell you, the word flesh, eh, when you read the Bible, in fact, in this context, um, ASV, go back to ASV. The flesh here is not a corner burning. Because Galatians 5.19 says, The works of the flesh. The works of the flesh, not the flesh. So adultery, fornication, lying is the works. Galatians 5.19. Not just a flesh is different from in Jumana. In Sandrom and your flesh is the works of the flesh. Adultery is not flesh. It is the works of the flesh. In fact, the Bible calls it the energy of the flesh. What the, the flesh is what energizes adultery. So Galatians 5.19, read it this way. Before I take alcohol to drink, I have intensified enough energy in the flesh to take a bottle to drink. That's what it means. It is called the energies of the flesh. What the flesh energizes you for. Anytime read Galatians 5.19, read it this way. Whatever the flesh energizes you for, these are they. Debauchery, lies, orgies, all those things. It's the energies from the flesh. That means that the moment I siphon or reduce the energy of the flesh, the flesh cannot do the works. It can think it, but it cannot carry it out. Are we together? Yeah. Are we here? Yeah. So what then is the flesh? If you remember when Paul was talking in Philippians chapter 3, Paul was speaking about his natural accomplishment. He said in Philippians 3, 3, that we are they, the circumcision which worship God in spirit and in truth, rejoice in the Lord Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. No confidence in the flesh. Then he says in verse 4 that this flesh, eh, though I might have confidence in the flesh, if any man thinketh that hath whereof to trust in the flesh, I more. Same, eh, colon. So he's having to explain how to trust the flesh. I was circumcised on the eighth day. Then he says, of the stock of Israel, I'm the, of the tribe of Benjamin. So imagine I'm born in a royal family. And I go like, 
because I'm a royal, I will make it in life. Flesh. Oh, I have master's degree. So when I apply to any job, I'll get it. Flesh. I'm a cute girl. I'm tall. I'm fair. I'm curvy. So by all means, a man will like me. I will not have a problem men approaching me. Flesh. So that means that if you read all these things, a Hebrew of Hebrew, as touching the law, a Pharisee, verse 6, circumcised, concerning you. That means even when you come to church and you go like, oh, the way when I lead prayers, everybody's excited. Flesh. In love economy, chronum branch, men I'm one more so see be a flesh. When I take the mic, the atmosphere changes. Flesh. I have the best voice around. Flesh. There are good things, but once your boast is not in Jesus who assists you, it is flesh. They can be good. You have the biggest cell. And you you when you when you walk in town, you feel good that. The way when you win souls, everybody believes you. Flesh. Your confidence is in what you have done. That is flesh. The moment your confidence slips from what he has done to what you have done, you should know you are in the flesh. Period. Your confidence should always be in what Jesus has done. That's what Paul said. If I will boast, I will boast in Christ. Boast in what he did that gave you power to do what you have done. But the moment you are boasting what you have done, even though he helped you. It's flesh. Are we together? He said, when it comes to the law, blameless. Many of you are Flesh. Me a virgin. Flesh. Me a virgin until my marriage will be good. Flesh. Yeah, so a lot of women have that problem. And they are here. Because they have kept themselves. I've kept myself all my life. I know that God is going to give me a beautiful marriage. Then after you are 30, 35, 30, 40, 40, you are like, oh. So after all this virginity, nobody is coming. Wow. <laughs> then when they marry, their husband will slap them. Power, power, power. The husband will not mind. They're like, I thought I was a virgin. My marriage will be sweet. It's a lie. It's flesh. You believe yourself. So instead of you to focus on your life, you are looking at the sister. Wait here. We are both two to that. And I, yes, a flesh. So because I, I know because I have not actually slept with anybody before, I've kept myself all my life. It is my wedding day that we saw blood. Hey. hey. So because we have some blood at the wedding day, it means that I'm going to give birth to entire four continuously. You are lying. It's flesh. You believe yourself. And so, I'm going to say, why I bought myself four. Now, would you cry some style? One, one will cry, it's understandable. Midday, I've kept my ex. My ex are intact. I have flesh. Most are going Go and ask Rehab. Everybody knew she was a prostitute. But God gave her a husband who was from the royal family, Judah. And his name was Salmon. And he married her and gave birth to a child. I mean, Adam. He gave birth to a child. He didn't say because he has done two, two, she won't give birth. It's a lie. It's flesh. That's what makes us even worship God wrongly in church. Because when you come to church, it is you, you believe you have, been, you have fasted. That the 10 days you, you didn't eat any of the days. So God must answer you. It is flesh. So you get angry when people are doing it anyhow and getting miracles. Hey, flesh. He made him sin for us. Dr. George explained this one to you. Who knew no sin? That we might become the righteousness. 
You believe yourself too much. Stop it. Believe Jesus. I said what? Believe Jesus. Believe Jesus. The, the mind of the flesh believes self. And sometimes you don't even realize it. Can I show you something? Go to Colossians chapter 2, verse 16. I'll show you how the flesh works. The flesh, you can even use flesh to worship. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your flesh. Sorry, I ended their worship in the Koye pa. Because your voice was on point. Flesh. Say, yes, he was happy. Whether you were in the spirit or in the, you don't even know. Because your voice was nice, you think you were, you did well. It's flesh. You believe your works. Hey, flesh. Flesh. Listen, what did he say? Let no man judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holiday or in a new moon or in a Sabbath. In the Sabbath days. Next. Which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Verse 18. Let no man beguile you on your reward in a voluntary humility. And the worship, it means that there's a humility, humility that is actually voluntary. It's not a fruit, it's voluntary. Naturally, we are humble. We display a voluntary humility. Your flesh. And don't just say, and you'll be an away humble towards. Who said, Bakun was Sikano, your pastor, and I said, Man of God, who'd be flow be with unknown number, soft woman. Hello, how are you doing? Hello, Panye. Oh, oh, how are you? Mr. Panye, I will be some, how are you? Oh, it's your pastor. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Hello, daddy. Uh, welcome, daddy. Oh, sorry. I didn't know who it was. Uh, did you need to know who it was before you become polite? It's called voluntary humility. You treat your brother and sister in church badly. But when you see your pastors, yes, pastor. It's voluntary. It means you are choosing who to be humble to. It's called voluntary humility. And the worshiping of angels, intruding into the things which they have not yet seen. And this is where a lot of people are going now into this generation. God has not revealed it in the Bible, but they, they have received the revelation from heaven. And the Bible is not enough. So they have added other things to the preaching. They are entering things which they have not seen, vainly puffed up by the fleshly mind. So we, that's why you hear sometimes you go like, we have the revelations of God in our day. And your flesh. Next verse, what I say? And not holding the head, because you see, when it is the flesh, not holding the head. Head means that you have not connected to Jesus, so that even your evaluation was Jesus' evaluation. If I will say my church is doing well, it must be Jesus who told me last night that, Adam, though you are failing, you are doing well. That's how I will share it. Not a feeling that I marked us and I feel we have arrived. That's flesh. Do you know what he just said? Having nourishment ministered and knit together, increased with the increase of God. Verse, next verse. Next verse, 20. Wherefore, if ye be uh, dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why as though living in the world, as ye subject, as ye are subject to ordinances. 21. Touch not, taste not, handle not. Next. Which all are to perish with the using 
after the commandments and the doctrine. It means that some people, eh, even the way they worship God, thou shalt not bore a German, thou shalt not uh, imagine a lady, thou shalt not, don't do this, don't do that. He said they are doing well. And listen to what he said, verse 23. Next verse. With things indeed have a show of wisdom in will worship and will humility, neglecting the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. That means there are some people, eh, they can do Azumi 40 days fasting. But it is Azumi. They don't need Holy Ghost to fast. No, you don't need Holy Ghost to fast. Though. You just need a purpose. That's why the occultists fast. Can I even tell you? Some of you fast with your effort. That's why it's still flesh. Like today you feel good that you can fast. Eh? Flesh. Well, I've done 40 days before, so two days should not be a problem. Flesh. That's what he's saying. It looks like a, you are pious. You can, oh, when somebody insults you, you can control yourself. It's still flesh. Why is he saying that? 24. 24. Oh, ah, go back to 23. Go back to 23. Like, like, like. Now, I want to change the translation for me. I don't know if you have amplified or passion. I'll show you what he was trying to say. Look at it. Good. Thank you. See what he said. Such practices have indeed an outward appearance. It properly passes for wisdom in promoting self-imposed rigor of devotion. You must pray at midnight. You must do this. And you, you, you must. And he said, you delight in self-humiliation. It means that when you want to eat, you're like, I will not eat. I will not even drink what I will swallow this in saliva. I... And you put your body into the severity of the discipline of the body. But you see, there is no value. Because you are checking in with the indulgence of the flesh, the lower nature. Instead, you do not honor God. But you, it, Can I tell you what he's trying to tell you? He's trying to tell you that even when you fast without God's in, in assistance, you have insulted the death of Jesus. Because you are trying to tell Jesus that you didn't need to die for me to have anointing to fast. It means I didn't need your cross. It means that anytime you don't need God's assistance in any matter, you have entered the flesh. That's what he's saying. And he said the danger is because you are still using the flesh. So before you enter adultery, he deceives you to use flesh to fast. That's why in the fast now, who are we fasting? Who are we fasting? All the girls in my area in my eyes. I'm seeing their hips, I'm seeing their breasts. Why? Flesh. Because I am using the flesh to fast. So my spirit is not in charge. That's why people go like, when I was fasting, that's where I fornicated. Because they don't know. They were using the flesh to do it. So when we call fast, tell God, Lord, take over my body. I subject my experience to your anointing. Because sometimes you can feel that you have done 40 days before. So seven days should not be a problem. You try flesh, you'll be shocked. Was it watching pampine and in a room and your flesh? And I would die. Who said Nipa will fast it after the Fufonia Abankwina and that we need to instead of you to be seeing angels, you are dreaming about Fufu. It is not flesh because you went to the fasting with your energy. You have done some. I'm telling listen, I, I have records of fasting. I can't tell you the records. I have records of prayer. I can't tell you the records of prayer, but I can tell you one thing, even up to now, 
I still need grace to fast for, pray for 15 minutes. I can never pray as if because I've done seven hours before alone, six hours alone before, I think 15 minutes is not a big deal. It's a big deal. Because the moment I do it indulging my flesh, it is in the same energy while I'm praying, I'll be on my phone. Because I didn't need God. I did it. That same, that's the deception of the flesh. It will make you think that you can do it without God. Then whilst you are doing it on your own, the flesh will turn around. You turn. And you are now beginning to last whilst fasting. So you are fasting. But all of a sudden, you are lasting. Because it is the fast that came from the flesh. Your flesh. That's why you see people who do the fleshly fast. They can't, they can't fast the whole day. They eat in the day. Are done. Matubu letter na. Any friend Chiriano, how much we did it farm the whole day? We bet me do what them. I can't go on same. We also may fast in tia. Sir, I have flesh. Because the flesh was still the reason why you fasted. But when you are fasting in the spirit, I'm telling you, you can be seated around people eating fufu. You you can't even smell the flavor. You are lost in a realm. It's, called, it's a dangerous thing if you think you can worship God in the flesh that's why he said they that worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth because Satan can deceive you to think you are fasting to even think have you noticed how you read the Bible some of you read it in the flesh can I show you how anytime you open the Bible and your mind goes like ah today I can do 10 chapters it's, a, it's flesh you started in the flesh you will be shocked after 3 verses you will be on your phone You'll be on Instagram. The flesh tricked you. Then you start. Two chapters, three chapters. Then you're like, ah, today we can go. Flesh. Can I tell you something? The, the spirit is never excited. The spirit is satisfied. I repeat. Anytime you are getting overly excited in the dealings of God, know that the flesh is inside. Because the spirit, he said, with my spirit, I will serve the Lord. Your flesh is what gets excited. That is why it is in the same spectrum. It is the same number line that it can get disappointed. The spirit never gets disappointed. The spirit is appointed. It can never be disappointed. But your flesh, because it gives markers, it gives timing, it gives duration, it gives um, a certain feeling in the body that I have done it. Your spirit knows you are the son of God. It does not feel you are the son of God. Our spirit testify with the spirit of God that we are. It's a knowledge we know. That's why the presence of God is known. It's not felt. The moment you are feeling, you should know you have left the spirit. I'm not saying you can't feel from the spirit, but I'm saying that check it anytime you are feeling something. That's why you can be in the service. Ooh, you can feel heat. You can feel heat, and after the heat, you go and sort downstairs. Yes. And can I tell you something? That's why the same feeling, we can use it for Michael Jackson. We can use it for Shatawale. We can use it for Bob Marley. When they do Bob Marley anniversary, people fall down in the stadium like anointing service. I'm telling you. It's feeling. When you Michael Jackson concert, I'm about to be collapse. Oh, anointing. And your feelings. It's feelings. It's not knowing. You must know. You must know. In the spirit. Time will fail me to get into those things. But that's one of the things God has given me to emphasize in the body of Christ. Spirit life. I'm telling you. Because when you understand it, you can mark that this fast I'm doing, 
this will be the end because it's not a fast of flesh. My flesh is not excited. That's the realm where when you start fasting, you wanted to do 40 days, but you can feel you go beyond it. Yet you don't discuss it. Yet the energy is still there. Yet even after the 40 days, you are still going 60 days. You are going 80 days and nobody knows what you are doing. You can journey in God. And you don't get tired of broken down because it's not the flesh trying to impress your body. Because anytime your spirit starts aside and your flesh wants to impress your body, breakdown will happen. Are you here? Yeah. But can I even give you a further example of the flesh? Yeah. This is what you said about the flesh. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 1. See what he says. And brethren, I could not speak to you as unto spiritual, but unto carnal, even as what? Babes in Christ. Verse 2. Have I fed you? I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For here too ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now ye able. Verse 3. For ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? So the context of carnality here in the text is speaking about men. And the word men is speaking of natural generations. So if you check it also in the uh, first Romans chapter 8 verse 6, to have the mind of the flesh is death. The word flesh there is to be a human being. Romans 8 says, what he's trying to say is to have the mind of the flesh. And flesh here is speaking like Isaiah. All flesh is grass. So the flesh in this context is not necessarily even the what I was talking about in terms of the works, like I said, but I'm talking of the nature. So I'm saying somebody is using his own human ability to fast, his human intellect to read the Bible, his human mind to understand revelation. It's flesh. And he's saying that the word mind here, or the, the mind of the flesh, ASV, mind of the flesh here, the word flesh here is human generation. So he's saying to think like a normal human being is death. <laughs> That means God does not want you to think like a human being. Hey, are you here? Yeah. It's death. There's a life God has given us. All. Christianity is not the refurbishment of character. It is the change of life into spirit motion. Christianity is not God making you an advanced version of yourself. Christianity is a new creature. A new species of being entirely. Not an advanced version. That's what Christianity is all about. So, God even does not want you to be human in the way you live and the way you think. I'll give you an example of to be carnally minded. or mind. So, what that means is that to have the mind of the flesh, to have the mind of a normal human, normal human existence is death. Can I give you one? Inferiority complex. You feel you are never good enough. People are better than you. Is the mind of the flesh. Superiority complex. My tribe is better than yours. As the mind of the flesh. Hmm. Did you not read what he said in 1 Corinthians 3? He said, whereas some of you are still envying, there is strife. Strife is akayo, divisions, argument, malice. Mind of the flesh. So you are a Christian, but you can't talk to your father. 
is a mind of the flesh. You are always arguing. You have no emotional intelligence. It, no, do you know there's IQ? It's called intelligence quotients. But there's also EQ, emotional quotients. EQ is what we call emotional intelligence. Some of you don't have emotional intelligence. Anybody can trigger you to be angry. That's lack of emotional intelligence. You don't know how to keep your emotions. <laughs> I, I, if I was a wicked person, you see the things I'm telling you, I can know what to do to disgrace you in front of an MD and you lose your job. Because I know what buttons to press and you disgrace your, compo- your composure. You disgrace your that's why you can never lose your anger, your temper, because of somebody's statement or action. That means they control you. The moment somebody outside you can change your emotions, then you are under control. You are not, you are not fully independent. That is why one great philosopher said, the height of freedom is the ability to choose an attitude in spite of adversity. The greatest level of freedom is the ability to choose your own attitude, no matter what is happening around you. That's what it means. You are walking in town, you didn't take umbrella. Obviously, it starts raining. Meanwhile, to the visa interview, when they bounce you, now you see so tall. No, you see the car, now you see on you. The attitude you will choose in that moment is the grace and the picture of true freedom. That means you are really free. What that means is that no circumstance or event in life can control you. Because if anything controls you, you are still slave to it. Some of you are slaves to food. You fast when it's 12. You're like, you can't. Even babies fast till 12. Babies, they fast till 12. You, grown up. What about you say, I bought 12 pennies. Oh, so. I didn't hear. Bruh, fasting, Kunipao. Do you know fasting does not kill a person? It is how people break after fasting that kills them. Go and check the history of people who died in fasting. Nobody died whilst fasting. It is after the fast, what you eat that can kill you. Because God will never put this honor on what to produce life and power in you. He said if you fast to produce power. So you never, death will never occur there. It is, in fact, medical sciences of old, they used to use fasting to cure bodies. When you are sick, they give you a fast so that the disease will leave your body. Some of you, anybody can control you. And your landlord knows it. Your house tenant knows it. Seven day away, then they'll start singing, hey, hmm, I'm so worse, can't you be a normal, Prayer club mo ni bi omo ade bi ana mame prayer mame prayer then you pause and say mame unde me na kasa na say mo odin bra they are controlling you they can massage and manipulate your attitude that's it are you here yeah. the mind of the flesh the mind of the flesh you come to church somebody is talking with you all of a sudden attitude flesh the usher when you come you 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 came from your house you know the chair you want to sit on and because of that, you won't come to church again. You are controlled. Do you know what that means? It means if you come to a job, that is actually the job God is giving you. Somebody in the job can make you quit it. 
when it's even God's choice for you? Because you followed somebody's attitude to say, I won't do. It's low emotional intelligence. It's low. Your IQ, your EQ is low. See, the way your IQ <laughs> can make you boring. EQ, no. A man will hear scattered. Be how? Yeah, it's low emotional intelligence that makes everything worry you in life. Everything worries you. I didn't find how. Low emotional intelligence. I'm telling you. I can be looking at you, but my mind is on my father, my mother. Is it you that I'm thinking about? It's, the world is not about you. Low emotional intelligence. I'm telling you. And one of the problems that the church is suffering from is two major quotients. Social quotients and emotional quotients. You don't know how to relate to people in, in public. Every day you are arguing. Small conversation. Every conversation with your roommate tends to an argument. It's emotional intelligence that is low. Learn to hear somebody say, I don't agree with your point, and they have not sinned. <laughs> Every day you want to be right. It is low emotional intelligence. It means the day you are wrong, and they even show you the Google that what you are saying is wrong, and now you feel, say, oh, they updated them, they updated the answer. It will not be correct. As at the time I checked, they me so you you'll be wrong. It's emotional, it's low. All of those, what am I trying to say? Sometimes eh, you go somewhere, you go for family gathering, and your cousin will see you. Don't say hello. Don't all of a sudden you are feeling some way. It's the mind of the flesh. You go for all students' reunion. Your friends are looking good. Someone has bought his father's car. And when you saw him, you were feeling intimidated. It's low. It is actually the mind of the flesh. When someone's success intimidates you, it's the mind of the flesh. But we are all young. How come you are dating? I'm not dating. How come you have... It's, in, it's the mind of the flesh. I'm telling you. So sometimes you see somebody driving his jeep. Hey, hello. You don't even know how to be happy. So we are... What's up? Oh, yeah, I did. Then you say, your head. so because of you, they V8 inside. You are saying, what's up to me? School prophet. Let me your school prophet. Oh, friend, what's up? Is the mind of the flesh? Yeah. Somebody came somewhere, didn't greet you. And the way they didn't greet you, ah, how can they pass? They didn't say hello to me. None of a sudden, you are feeling some way. Is the mind of the flesh is at work. It's, 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 it's your humanity, it's human nature. That human nature is what God said. You cannot exist in the body life if the human nature is always coming alive. It can't work. Many churches are suffering from this. Many Christians. We don't know that's the mind of the flesh. Too energized. Why? When is the mind of the spirit? When somebody's not minding you, you go, perhaps somebody says something to them, they are down. Perhaps somebody is dying in their family. Perhaps money is not available. So they are already down. You perceive from the spirit what is really going on. Then look at physical reactions and make it all about you. Mind of the flesh. Mind of the flesh. So Jesus has died for us. Jesus has provided salvation for us. But the devil comes using the mind of the flesh. Because Satan knows how to play the flesh. He knows. He knows what to do to get you to be in the flesh. Bishop loves you. 
But you go like, hey, those days, Bishop used to call me. Oh. Bishop, I don't text him. And I said, text him, Bishop, don't feel me. Hey. Then after service, you say, Bishop is talking to two people. And when he says, oh, hello, how are you doing? Hope you're fine. But, but he's talking to this person. So do this, so do this. And you are so some way, you stand in a distance to observe and try to eavesdrop to see what <laughs> is the conversation Bishop is having. Why is he having this special conversation? So that you're feeling like this person has taken the place of special person. It's the mind of the flesh. The Bible said that mind has death in it. A lot of death. That's why I said with your spirit, you said if you serve God with your flesh, it won't work. Because can I tell you something as even a pastor? Sometimes we give special attention to the people who are problematic. Those who have more problems, sometimes we give them more attention. We give them more leverage. They will say anything they want. They will come to meetings. Sometimes they will come. Sometimes they don't come. And we might not blast them like you. But you, in Christ, can I tell you something? In the operations of Jesus, Jesus rebukes he who knows more than he who does not know. Even if he who does not know cause the problem, he who knows is the one who takes the blame for it. That means that if pastor and a member has an issue, in the protocols of Christ, Christ will blame pastor, not the member. Because the member does not know much. You know much. So anytime Jesus is judging a matter, he who has higher revelation is highly responsible, even if he's not the cause of the problem. So sometimes if you don't take care, you'll be rebuked for things you didn't cause. And the rebuking is not for causing it. It is the failure to have ended it. That's why you were rebuked. You were rebuked for not ending it. But you heard, I, I didn't cause it. It's true. But you should have ended it. <laughs> the mind of the flesh. You didn't cause the problem. But you are collecting all the blame. Because actually, you had the power to end the problem. The man, if you listen, you need the man of the flesh. Oh. You need to deal with the man of the flesh. If you don't deal with the man of flesh, I'm telling you, the mind of the spirit is what produces life. The mind of the spirit. In every matter, you are minding the spirit. Because some of the things your friend will, you, I'm telling you, somebody will drive you, not greet you. If you have the mind is somewhere, you will call somebody, they will not respond. You, they will send you a missed call. I'll call you back, they will not respond. Sometimes your mind is somewhere like, ah, why are you doing not responding to me? Ah, and say, I could say your door. Michiana, she's not excited again. The man of the flesh will read a lot of meanings. But I said that thing produces death. Death is available. But the mind of the spirit is life. That's why Jesus said, look at Jesus. Jesus had 12 disciples. All of them, he prayed for them before they were chosen. And in that prayer, one of them was to betray him. No one outside except the one inside. Yet, people denied him many times. People, Thomas, do you know that he knew Thomas didn't believe him? All the while. All the while. So if you check the story very well, in Jesus' ministry, aside Peter, James, and John, Thomas was the other disciple who was constantly asked questions aside the time he had resurrected from the dead. Because he didn't believe Jesus. But he was part of Jesus' team. Now, do, do you know what Jesus said? Father, let them be one, even as we are one. It means the disciples were not one. Then Jesus now said in his prayer, 
John 17. If you love one another, then men will know you are my disciples. It means they were not loving one another, but they were the disciples of Jesus. Imagine Peter having a problem with John. And we saw it. John 21. After Jesus said, oh, when you were young, you went wherever you want to go. A time is coming, you'll be led where you don't want to go. He said, in that day, you will pass. Then after all that, Jesus looked, Peter looked at Jesus and said, how about John? And Jesus said, ah, I'm telling you how you will die. Why are you concerned about how somebody will die? That's that concern. He said, so if I leave him to not die, is it your problem? That means that Peter had the problem with John because the day that they were together, all of a sudden they saw Mary, uh, what do you call it, Martha, the, the, sorry, the mother of um, 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 John, Zebedee's wife, came to the place and said, oh, my sons, I want them to have position in your kingdom. But Peter went again. <laughs> because it's like the woman was trying to say that this boy should collect his post. He said, can one sit on your left and the other sit on your right? And when the Hebrew says on your right hand, it means you are right, my right hand man. That's where the term right hand man comes from. It means Peter, they are come to uproot him. So Peter has had issues with John for a long time. But you, you don't see the story in the way they are dealing. That's why Jesus said, if you don't tarry in Jerusalem, you can't be a witness. You will fight. You will disagree. You will bite each other and this work will not work. So tarry in Jerusalem. So the spirit of truth comes. When it comes, he will give you the mind of the spirit. Then in the mind of the spirit, when I meet you and you don't seem happy, I don't make conclusions that you don't want me around. I perceive how God is dealing with you. Perhaps at that moment you are praying. Perhaps you are asking a question. So before I even make a statement, I must inquire from the spirit what my, my situation will do to your silence. If it's to help it, I'll stay around. If it's not to help it, I'll step aside. But by doing so, I'm in the spirit. So I produce life and peace. Did you hear what is there? Peace. Life and peace. Child of God, the mind of the flesh is your detriment. Don't use it to pray. Don't even use it to... A lot of you use the mind of the flesh to start the year. 2023, the I go be serious. 2023, I am happy. May blow this year. Six months are blessing. Sister, bra, six months are blessing. Yeah, yeah, then. Blow, no blow, nothing. Did you blow it or you blow yourself? Because you were using the mind of the flesh. Ajimu hare. Now ajimu yewa hare. You were in a hurry. You were eager beyond the substance of the spirit. But today, we are entering the Holy Ghost. Some of your fathers are acting a certain way, but you are treating them with the mind of the flesh. But if you listen to the Holy Ghost, one day I was telling one of my sons, he was saying that, I said, I asked him a question, I said, your father, how many mothers did he have? He said, he's from polygamous from Isaiah. And I said, is of you to be angry that your father had another family somewhere? Rather ask God for grace that you will not be tempted with what your father was tempted with. Because your father inherited something from his father. And it's in his blood. They can't stay with one woman. That means that if you don't stop it yourself, you will do the same. So rather than being in the mind of the flesh and getting angry at how your father acted, rather be in the spirit and say, this is what was given to my father. He didn't have the revelation to see how these things work. God has blessed me with revelation. So I will steer away from this manner of life. 
So now you will not be angry at your father. Make a father because fathers do be a I obi a weird times a win. So my top pair mother do boah. But if you move in the mind of the spirit, you understand that some of your father's attitude towards you, it is fear, it is abuse, it is people neglecting them that has made them extra hard, extra strict, extra rude. But if you listen to the Holy Ghost, you will see that they are not really like that. So the mind of the spirit is what gives you a proper evaluation of life and situations. Otherwise, you make mistakes that will perpetuate your problem. And you think God does not exist, but God will be watching you and saying, ignorance. Ignorance. Holy Spirit. But how can the mind of the Spirit be activated? The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. Let's go there. As I end. Can we read together? I want to go. Oh, let's read it, huh? No, chapter 22. I said 22. Let's go to uh huh. Verse 24. Now in verse 22, he says, and have put off, put off the concern of former conversation, the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful last. Now in the original text, it reads this way, that you have put off concerning the former life, the old man which is corrupt according to the last of the deceit. The last of the deceit. The word deceit is now used as a noun. That means the desire of the deceiver. So he says, I put off after the former man. Go, thank you, ASV. You see what he says? That you put away as concerning your former manner of life, the old man that works corrupt after the last of the deceit. The deceit is a person. The devil is now called the deceit. The deceit. He is the embodiment of deception. Hallelujah. Then it says in verse 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, verse 24, and that he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. ASV says, in righteousness and the holiness of the truth. Okay? It is the whole. So, so the righteousness and holiness, aha, the holiness of truth. So truth is the person. I'm the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father and says, I mean. So the opposite of deceit, which is the devil embodiment, is truth, which is Christ embodied. Are we together? Yeah. But it says the way you put off, to put on, is verse 23. Verse 23. Ephesians 4, 23. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That means that how can I translate from the way my mind of the flesh is acting to the mind of the spirit? It is the renewal of my mind. The renewal of my mind. The, re, the, the word is refurbishment of my mind. My mind must be refurbished. Oh, My mind must be refurbished. Child of God, my mind must be refurbished. Why must my mind be refurbished? You see, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, for the law of 
the spirit in Christ Jesus has made me free. The word free there is the same word that is used in um, 2 Corinthians chapter um, 3, the verse 18, um, verse 17. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. It's the same word, liberty. Liberty. And the word liberty there is to be freeborn. Not to be a slave, freeborn. 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 That means that nothing of your flesh, nothing of your old nature is controlling your life. You are freeborn. You are born free without any law controlling you. That is what the liberty is talking about. So he's talking about a freedom, a liberty, a freedom, a, a, a birth that allows you to live freely like God. And he's saying the law of the Spirit of Christ has made me free. Has made me free. That's why I told you from the start that the word free, verse, um, verse 2 of Romans chapter 8, is actually that blessing of being licensed and death proof. It's made you free. It has nothing on you. <laughs> he has nothing on you. But he said the way to do it. Because I remember I told you from the start, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation for anyone who walks in the spirit and not after the flesh. The moment you walk in the flesh, you are minding the things of the flesh. And even though you are not supposed to be condemned, condemnation will start finding you. So I'm saying, how do you do it then? Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Do you have the amplified translation in Ephesians 4:23? As we end, Ephesians 4:23 renewed in the spirit of your mind Ephesians 4.23 yeah, amplify, what did he say? good and constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude actually the spirit of your mind is the attitude of your mind what is the attitude of your mind? some people think when they become pastors or they become men of God they will cease to do menial chores it's a menial mind, it's, a, it's an attitude of your mind or some people feel that when you become a man of God everybody must call you by your title so if they don't call you prophet and they say oh, Adam, Mr. Adam or hey, or your friend sent you a text hey Adam how be you feel offended it's the attitude of your mind your mind is not renewed no 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 no, no. and it's actually by the attitude of your mind what is the attitude of your mind what do you cleave to first when you are watching a series and it's more than 30 minutes is it edifying me is it increasing my awareness of God is it draining anointing? Is it making me feel sexual? Is it making me drawn towards carnality? The moment I feel those things, the renewed attitude of the mind will make me sense that this is not going to help me. I walk away from it. Before I ever start, no. Child of God, not every entertainment is entertainment. Some entertainments are detainment. That means some entertainment will make you captured. As a detainee. <laughs> because it's from two words. Enter. So every entertainment opens a door for you to enter something. To ask yourself, what are you entertaining yourself with? <laughs> yeah, it's from two words. Enter to attain. Enter, attain. Enter, attain. Enter, attain. What are you entering to attain? You can't watch everything. No, 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 no. Sometimes I'll put on reality show. I'm like, ah, what is happening in the world? And I'm watching. Some of them, when I, after a while, it's becoming very sexual. God said, change it. Why? If you don't change it, it will affect your vision. It will corrupt your thinking. Sometimes some of them are not even direct. They are just dulling agents. Do you know what I mean? Some of them, they are not sensual, but they dull your senses. 
So instead of you to perceive things, you have become slow. You can't pick signals. You are distracted. You can't pick signals. You can't. God wants you to pray by you. You feel the phone you are on, you should stop watching. But what to do even without watching the phone? You don't sense it because you are dull. Your senses have become dull. That's why I'm saying that if you are not entertained, you are entering detainment. What are you entering to attain? That means that even what I watch as a, as a show must stir up the anointing. It must, it, must, it, must, it must achieve something that brings me to the place of anointing. And you know, yeah. as you are watching the things making you think, hey, me nya boy anke bebo. You are being detained. <laughs> Something is arresting you. You are not aware. Be renewed in the attitude of your mind. Mental and spiritual attitude. The attitude of mind. You are talking, talking. All of a sudden, the conversation changes. Have you heard this man of God? He drinks alcohol. He does this. He smokes. He, as soon as you start hearing it, you just walk away attitude of the mind. Why? Because he has come to a place where he has started a ministry. He has a church. I have not done what he has done half. I don't know what is making him do his, the things he's doing. The moment I start conversing it, do you know what I've done? I will face my own fair square. Oh, he's waiting for me. Attitude of the mind. <laughs> have you seen that? You see when you are single, it's easy. Mommy, mommy, all these small, small children, they make you appreciate your mother. You see the way the babies don't sleep? You sleep one hour. Ah! Then you wake up, Jesus! Then the baby will annoy you. And, hey, hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> they are controlling your life. So for the next two years, you sleep one hour, one hour every day. That's why when you see mothers, they are always slow. Like, uh, to say, oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> so when you see your mother the way you were stubborn you poo poo wee wee everywhere so aside taking care of you they are washing, they are cleaning they have to go to office, they have to make sure they have left you at a nanny and they have to come and pick you after work, and all that rounds they do because of you because if they don't take care for two years their life will be on pause because they can't go to church, they can't go anywhere. They have to find arrangements. Call this. Oh, then you realize when you go, your neighbors are not happy because we are pipe blast. Why you say? So, oh, Mr. Oyakola. Your life is under shambles. So the next time you see your mother, you appreciate her better. Next time you see your father, you appreciate her better. Be, be appreciate him better because you realize that. I've now walked the shoes of what I once criticized. Yeah. You are there saying, hey, why didn't they take me to international school? Bruh. Say, say, say. At this your age, you see the way you are trying to do moves and the move is not working. <laughs> Go and ask your father. The moves he had to pick before he could pay your fees. You will know that they have tried. Are you understand what I'm saying? That means that there is an attitude that comes by information. You have to subject yourself. Listen, the first place to get the right attitude for your spirit is the word of God. Can I tell you something? The world is a, is a, a, is a what do you call it? It's a, it's a compendium of different smells. 
Who's our cop perfume shopper? Who we have perfume now? Fin, 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 fin. If a frau winning, they do So they usually they have something like coffee. Who coffee in a kakra? No, 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 it's me. Actually, the Bible is your coffee, it redirects your perception. Because if you don't take it, the way the world is, you smell everything, experience everything. You can't tell black from white. You need the Bible to redraw the lines so you can see black from white, green from blue. That's why as long as you are staying from the Bible, as long as you are staying from church, there are some things you are doing, you don't see it as any bonnet. So I'm a girl. I'm a girl. I'm a girl. You, your nose has jammed. Attitude of your mind. Once your, the attitude of your mind is renewed, the mind of the spirit will activate. You will know what God wants to do at any time. And the Bible said that those who are in the flesh, they cannot fulfill the law of God. Because the law of God is written in our heart. God's law, according to Psalm 40 verse 8, is written in our heart. So the moment you are not renewed in the attitude of your mind, you can't fulfill God's law. You can't fulfill God's law. Kebala shadow robots. Are you here with me? Yeah. That's why many Christians are still struggling to be Christians. But today I provoke you to a place where you take up the mind of the spirit. Because it's renewed in the attitude of your mind. The attitude, the spirit of your mind, the attitude of your mind, the spirit of your mind, the attitude of your mind, the way you respond to spiritual things, the way you do it. When they tell you to go and do a wedding, the way you can run quickly and you are calling people, hello, um, you are in charge of a wedding. But when it comes to church, you are a church worker. Uh, yes, what should I do? Eh? Attitude of your mind. Nothing is judging you that you are giving your best to the world. We are not giving your best to Jesus. Attitude of your mind. As a cell leader, as a church member, you have not brought one person to church before and you are actually taking church members out of church. You are you with so attitude. It's making people say, and your member sorry be. And it doesn't bother you. Attitude of your mind. You are like the person Bible said that it was better that you give your talent to the bankers. So at least when I come, I'll have blessing for you. But you, you are not bringing souls. You are also not helping to maintain the soul that came, that somebody brought. You are actually taking souls out. And when you close church, you talk to anybody anyhow, you squeeze your face, so that the people will hear what you are saying. And after that, come and report other people. To, you know this thing you have come to tell this person. The other sister or brother will hear it and be hurt. Hey, how are you? I, I, you are new. Eh? Eh, I heard you lost your mother. Is it true? Oh, yes. How did you hear? Oh, hmm. Well, we have been talking about you in church. Oh. That's the end. You, you didn't bring so. But because of that conversation, somebody has left church. Attitude of your mind. And can I tell you something? Forget even the pastor. God will judge you. This is what you have done. You have wasted God's blood. The investment on the soul. Because of how you spoke. God will judge you terribly. You'll be shocked. That's why sometimes I tell people, if you are angry and are leaving your church, live quietly. If you add a team and you leave, God will judge you. Oh, you're not going to be a child. 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 You're not going to be
Juma waye bia no Yakopo betia wo pa 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 pa. Inte me mejidi ye pa se se ye kasa nyamin tia wo ka. Enya bone ana bone. Because God should reward you according to your what works. So the problem is what works are you doing? That is affecting the statement nyamin tia wo ka. Ti nyamin tia wo ka nyano me e no me. So we do nyuma bone in Juma papa. A good blessing. Your salary is good. So, child of God, renew your attitude of your mind. Give yourself to spiritual things. Give. It's a yielding. Give. It's a yielding. I told you. Exercise. Or remove. Remove the layers. Somebody hurt you. That's not me here to. You see people in church. When they come to church, somebody hurts me. And they, they are waiting for somebody to hurt them there. Do you know what you have done? They, your expectation will not be cut off. They hurt you in your former church. When you came to love economy to, hmm, Sarah Chris of 40, very soon they'll hurt me. Well, we will not disappoint. Because your expectation will not be cut off. We will hurt you. But that's not how we come to God. I didn't come to God because of the people I sit with. I came to God because the God of heaven said you are planted here. And that's how you stay. Do you think all the pastors here, they've never been hurt before? Do you think the pastors, they don't talk about our marriages? If you are hurt, don't you think we, the pastors, we are also hurt? The things you do, the disrespect you show us, don't you think we can be angry at you more? But because God has told us that it is not to these people you worship, it's me you worship. So it's not anybody around now make me say I'm stopping church. I know what God has said. The only time you see me walk out of a place is when God says leave. If God has not said it, nobody has the power. Nobody has the power. I'm talking to you. Don't let anybody in our teeth say, no, we can't say it here, show up. You are not serious. Attitude of your mind. When it is renewed, you walk in the spirit. And Bible says, in Romans chapter 8 verse 2, go back there. Let me end with this. Verse 3. Go to verse 3. Actually, it's verse 4. Okay, it's verse 4. He said that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, not by us. So anyone who walks in the spirit, God takes the Ten Commandments and the 603 Levitical Commandments about restitution, about restoration, about the laws of trespass. He processes everything and puts it inside your spirit. So you are not the one who fulfills the law. The spirit fulfills it and puts the effect into your heart. So that the righteousness, which is of the law, might be fulfilled in us, not by us. In us. So he does it and put it inside you. So that every day you walk, when you pray, when you fast, when you talk, you are never falling short of the law because you are doing it by the Spirit. That's why when you do it by the Spirit, no law can be against you. He said, to such, there is no law. That's what the scripture said. So today, we're going to just pray to the Lord. Lord, I've been working with my... God does not want you to walk like a human being. That, is, that, is to, that means he didn't need to come and die for you. If after being born again, God wants you to live like a normal human being, then you are not serious. Then God too was not serious. Because also, then, there's no, then there's, it's like, it's, like I said, it's like religion. God came to use information to polish your life. No. Christianity is not what we see outside. It's what we are inside. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. But it does not yet appear. That means what we actually are as Christians, the world has not yet seen it. But when they shall see him, 
they will understand that we like we are like him so there's a work of god inside you is god but the world can't see it so christianity is not a, an improved character it's a change life when i say change life it's not just how you do things it's how you think it's not how you think it's the power alone the power to you carry is so it's not just one dimensional it's a high level because if god came to die and say i've saved you but you can be a human being what is the point that's why he says he's not interested in human being thinking human being mind he wants you to have the mind of the spirit of god so there are no things nobody taught you are walking and all of us only go tells you man for her, for her and when you pass you are delivered you are walking all of us you see somebody say god said i should preach to you and as you start preaching the person will say as you are in the uber or in the taxi as you start preaching the person will say hey hey god loves you why make it a cranty and i'd come on agenda but the moment you start preaching something fell on me this is my cutlass i can't touch you again it's called the law of the spirit no human being can know this the spirit because the spirit is the one who sets all things and knows the deep things of god do you know you can sit somewhere and tell somebody his future and his past and his present and they both go like how do you know these things the spirit begin to pray to the lord the father every mind of the flesh today deliver me from it open your mind begin to pray to jesus god bless you for listening we pray that the word of god will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word kindly follow pastor t and love economy church on all social networks for more of god's word don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T Podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.